All right, guys, welcome to another episode on the podcast. I have myself, Brian Gold, my co-host, Squint, and our new friend, Sarah. How are you? Good. Thanks for making the drive up today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and then... Uh, How you kind of ended up doing all this stuff you do on Instagram and mm -hmm. kind of... And then we'll piece it apart and see where it takes us. Cool. Um, well, hello. I'm Hi. Sarah Dodd. I am a relationship mostly dating coach and um you look i think everyone kind of has their origin story of how they got to where they got to through their own uh failures and wisdom and learning the the things that they did wrong in a relationship and so i basically got there at about you know 32 33 years old where things were kind of taking a turn for the worse in my relationships and so i had to kind of back up and find out what it really was um what was causing the demise of my relationships and in that i realized that as much as i knew about myself and about being a woman i kind of knew nothing about men because i wasn't really taught about men i wasn't really i came from um, a bit of a broken home divorced parents father passed away and I, I went down this quest to understand, right? Like, who are these creatures that are that are making up half of the population in this in a, half of the relationship? And what I found was just a a, a vast like void of knowledge. Like, if you yeah. look up relationship books, right? If you like go to Amazon or you go and walk into a Barnes and Nobles, you will see everything that you can imagine for typically men trying to understand women because women are obviously a little bit more complicated than you guys not in a in a different way right not in like a, a simple way so that really kind of shocked me because i had to go to kind of the depths of the internet and really shouldn't have been that hard um so that's when i started kind of speaking up and and i my goal was really to talk to you know, women more about men, kind of educate them about gender dynamics and like, this is, this is how things are working for you and the relationship and why they're not working. And it was interesting because the first post that I did on a TikTok that got 10 million views or so, all these men were in the comments like, oh my gosh, I've never heard a woman talk like this. Like I've never heard a woman acknowledge just this like little tiny thing it was just a 60 second clip of something and i thought wow okay yeah we are there is something here or yeah, there's yeah, there's something happening here and that was um really a year and a half ago so i've been very blessed you know i've had a lot of growth um but you know we'll get more into my story and i'll talk a little more personal about where i came from but i just want to i just want to create understanding and I want to create less, really less division because I think there's quite a bit of that happening right now. Yeah. And I'm sure that there's like turmoil in the content, even because <laughs> you're doing something that, you know, most, most don't, right? A lot. Yeah. And we have a huge lack of understanding about each other. Cause like you said, it's a big gap in the market. Cause we really, you know, don't really focus on that. Right. Mm -hmm. Nobody really talks about it. Why or, you know, accepting the fact that we operate from different places and uh, mm -hmm. have different needs and wants. And I think that the divorce rate will tell you that there's obviously a lack of knowledge um, and there's a gap. And I think that 
John Gray, right? He was the first man to kind of um, try and uncover this Mars and Venus. I don't know if you're familiar yeah, with that. Yeah. yeah, like his name's been around for a long time. And he did he did a great job, but with the the way the landscape is now and the way our society is going, right? Gender constructs and um, gender roles and even what is a gender? <laughs> like how many genders do we have? It's becoming such that that in itself we can't even talk about so a lot of the comments and a lot of the hate how does that, that make you feel as a woman it's um, easy for a man to like say something and and like spew off on it but as a woman because it's really like you guys a space that's being like yeah. of, uh it's confusing because i think as a woman we can't embrace it's frustrating it's actually frustrating because i have a a visceral reaction to men coming into i mean it's not really my platform but i do talk about it quite often that it does bother me you know that we it's okay for us to kind of isolate men and like tell the men that you're bad and this and that but then like you change into a woman and then now you can compete in our sports and we like we love you for it what Isn't that a weird thing <laughs> don't you think there's a bit of a yeah. a common sense situation where you're going that doesn't that doesn't make a lot of sense i mean it doesn't offend me per se because you're not of trying course. to compete we're, we're naturally in a competitive space as men right like yeah our whole life is driven around natural competitive competition like we're all trying to gain the same resources in yeah. some regard so them switching sides or trying to go the opposite direction but it's like a direct uh uh and if and if as a woman if you go against that at all you are called i was labeled a, a turf i didn't even know what that was i had to look it up in the day yeah. now i'm like what does that even mean um you're you're anti-trans there there's a definition for it trans i don't know can, i think can i read look it up somewhere. yeah i almost want to look it up I, it I don't even know what yeah it's like i don't even know what it means um basically you're just you're anti your feminism but it it's exclusive of trans women like you're a feminist but that doesn't include trans and i'm like well kind of <laughs> like no it, it it shouldn't because you aren't you know if you're not having a cycle if you're not actually experiencing being an actual woman then no you don't know body and chemistry as, isn't the same no and as a woman i've been through those monthly days where i'm like this sucks being a woman and then a guy will come on or a trans will come on and say oh like i feel you i'm going get the heck like get out of here like this is what clown world are we living in so anyway i digress um yeah it, it's it's interesting because i was i've gotten a lot of hate from women um even when i talk about guys emotions right if a guy gets angry this is what it potentially means and right i'll, I'll open up my instagram or i'll open up a comment and, and they'll say well you know a guy getting angry could lead to murder that's a little bit different than women and i'm like dude more is guys it? more guys uh, you know die at the hand is is what no go ahead you're you're getting there <laughs> more guys die at the hands of women than where, where were you going with well that? It, it's just it's both yeah it's, it's emotions obviously lead that that uh you know violence category right exactly yeah. and i just don't think that i i don't think that we can make these blanket statements that if a man gets angry it's all going to lead to this situation some domestic abuse situation right like right. there's different ways that men express emotions that that 
when he doesn't feel heard or when he doesn't feel respected, there's certain ways that men will emote. And we like to label certain emotions better than others, especially women, because we're fearful of that. Like it makes us feel scared. So I understand what your fear is, but that doesn't mean that like you shouldn't under you shouldn't try and get to the underlying of what's behind the emotion and like why is he angry versus oh let's just label him as like he's angry he's an asshole toxic masculinity or aggressive or or any of that it, it's like as women we just yeah i think we need to kind of take a step back so that's that's why my platform i think is yeah. a little bit bigger do you obviously like i'm sure there's a lot of like you switch teams type of of from mm -hmm. your same sex coming mm -hmm. inbox and stuff a lot of like mm -hmm. this is dangerous or not good or leads to different things or empowering aggressive mindsets i'm sure you get a lot of that yeah and unfortunately it's either i'm a red-pilled andrew tate conservative woman who wants women to go back to the 1950s and be a housewife which is not if people, not what you're saying. <laughs> people know me and who i am as far as i'm a business owner you know i worked in a corporate america job for a long time i am 100 percent you know a woman needs to feel comfortable being whoever she wants to be but at the same time like i get pushed into these spaces because it's really just an echo chamber for where I think that we are truly like as a society um, that you can't just speak about men in general. You can't just educate without it being pushed into these extreme places such as I don't know if you are familiar with kind of the manosphere spaces and the the Andrew Tates of the world. It's yeah. like and, and I don't I don't want to be lumped in those spaces. I don't I don't want to be. This isn't like a black or white thing, but unfortunately, if you are pro man at all, you are a fox watching news, you know, conservative pumping female, and that that's not who I am. There's a lot of character to me. There's a lot of different colors to my personality. I am a girl's girl. I, I have amazing female friends who are married and happily, and some that aren't. Some are single. Like there's. We don't have to take sides here. Yeah. This is just You're really trying to educate people that there is obviously different operating systems. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, but we've obviously reached a point in relationships that this is in America for sure is broken, right? Mm -hmm. We've seen yeah. a decline and and I mean, my parents were divorced. You come from an interesting I come from an interesting background family situation. It seems like we all kind of have similar stories. And even in like my wife's case, uh, you know, her parents uh, are still together, but everybody has like this troubled childhood for whatever reason or another, you know, there's very few of like, oh yeah, my parents have been together forever and they kick ass and they're great and, and I think super it's healthy selective. relationship, you know what yeah. I mean? It's, 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 it's odd, it's rare, very rare. And I'll be honest that when I do see that, it normally comes from, uh, the parents fleeing like another country or another dictatorship type background where they came to America and succeeded and are like this American success story. Mm -hmm. I don't want to lump it all into that that category, but it seems like people coming from other places can appreciate and and uh, mm -hmm. well, plus the divorce rates in other countries are substantially lower than ours. 
Well, they used to be lower here too. Like we used to like for better or worse meant for better or worse, right? If you talk to like some of these old these old couples that come from you know uh, a couple generations before us, like you know mm -hmm. they necessarily weren't happy with each other at all times, or but they didn't ever really just quit, you know. Well, the illusion of options, one of yeah. you know the immediate gratification of a social media of a yeah. of a of a generation that has been you know conditioned to just not be able to feel uncomfortable within their relationships not be able to have hard conversations i think okay. not seeing that modeled you know if you're you're coming from a broken home um i think that the essentially the the patriarchy is um women who didn't have a father and so that's turned into kind of a societal norm um, because men, and, you, men and women both kind of men and women both men are suffering um, for a different reason yes but yeah. you know we're, we're kind of paying for the mistakes there's a bunch of just we're just traumatized children I think paying for the mistakes that our parents made and now we're at the point where we either correct the wrong or it's going to get even or it's just going to get even worse relationships yeah. have no no staying power and I mean every every nation has a fall of an empire at some point so it's almost like their writing seems to be on the wall i know that kind of sounds a little doomsday-ish no. um I mean, look at the current climate yeah mm -hmm. we yeah. have a lack of respect for for most things right yeah and 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 then so we have like chaos in the metropolitan areas for lack of a better uh word but does that maybe stem from um you know Households that weren't, you know, properly cared for for whatever reason. Either somebody was too busy to be paying attention, or, you know, it's easier with two than it is with one. Obviously. Well, another reason why I got into this was um, I currently actually have a brother who is in prison, and he will be there for a long time. Um, I grew up with four brothers, so I talk about this often on my on my channels. And it was great growing up with four brothers as a little girl. Like they were amazing. Um, but I lost my dad when I was young. And the statistics that you hear about men being put in prison or most of the men that are in prison that don't have a father or that didn't have, you know, a nuclear family, really the, the biggest statistic that rings true is, is lack of father figure. Um, so seeing that it, it really affected me because I, I started to hear this more and more and my content has shifted more so to how can I nurture these men? Like, how can I make men feel that they have a safe space to to talk about whether it's their feelings or what they're going through versus just just hold it and then all of a sudden it just comes out. Um, or they didn't have these, you know, boundaries growing up or the, the lack of a father figure creates this kind of a boundaryless man, like this kind of a guy who's just like out of control with his emotions. Um, so I think that there's, there's a real like lack of father figures. And then it's also causing an issue with women who, who have no idea what masculinity is. So they just brand it all as toxic because they were missing the same father figure. Um, but for me, it was, it was really eye opening to see a family member turn into like from a statistic turn into 
an actual real life situation where I mean it almost destroyed our family. I mean, it just created a chasm b between everyone. Everyone had different views on it. Everyone had um, take you know people took sides. People just it, it caused a major major problem. So it, my heart as a woman, I think my message to women is instead of condemning men for their bad behavior, we as women have the ability to heal everything. Like that is our gift Yeah. and, and men included. Yeah. So if we can come at this at a different way, if we can show them that there is potentially some empathy, then maybe we can start to heal some of this. Things would go a lot easier. How do you guys feel about that from a, like from a woman's perspective? Do you think that we are using our powers for good or potentially using our, our powers to kind of place men in more of a, of like the stereotype box? I think in the, I mean, I think we can look at like domestic situations and, 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 uh, child custody battles and things of this nature and see that, you know, there's definitely situations where there's men that want to be involved in situations. And for some reason they're like ostracized or made to jump through hoops mm -hmm. and, uh, to be a part of their children's lives. I mean, I think there's a very toxic, uh, there's a lot of documented and from what I see a lot of toxic situations where you're like, it, it definitely makes you understand why uh, it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm -hmm. And it creates a mindset for someone to be like, well. What's the point? Fuck it, right? Yeah. You know, it's it's a it's an interesting thing. I mean, just the, the custody battle. I mean, being in California, obviously, like the fact that a man getting custody of a child is like Unheard. damn near impossible. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of crazy in itself. I mean, in a lot of, in a lot of ways, I mean, the what has to happen for California to give custody mm -hmm. to a man is like almost like to the point of criminal activity. It doesn't mean that the woman is a better caretaker. It just means that you know, mm -hmm. if she doesn't technically break the law or abuse drugs or have a documented history of anything, sometimes that's not even enough to break that mm -hmm. that stereotype. Then. Uh, yeah, so the question not is, hand, is right? not, are we in a patriarchy, but are like, are we in a matriarchy? Yeah. Are we in a, in a society that claims to be ran, you know, by a man. ran by men, but when it comes down to it, how is not getting equal shared custody patriarchal? How is the fact that, um, you know, women who now are claiming to be women who were men have a, a greater probability of getting a job. Um, how is it that I'm a woman and I did not feel the reins of the patriarchy on me uh, in 15 years in corporate America? I, I was given the same, you know, completely the same rights as men were. So I think it's just kind of a, dis a distraction where we're saying that this is the, the patriarchy, but as a, as a woman who is very liberated and living in in California. Maybe that's if I go down to Tennessee, I might experience something else. But I also lived in Texas. I've lived all over yeah, the country, and and I don't I don't see, I don't feel this 
this oppressive patriarchal system <laughs> on top of me. And I'm, I'm trying to understand why is that? And I think the biggest thing that I find is when I talk to women who look, I mean, we were raised by women who potentially their fathers did leave or, or the husbands did leave or they, you know, and there were situations where we were raised by single mothers. And so that, that bitterness and that the bitterness from, from the mother. Yeah. The bitterness from the mother, I find to be infused typically in a lot of women who have really taken to this type of feminism. Yeah. Um, and for me, it wasn't a, a hatred for men because my brothers have always been a big part of my life. For me, it was more so, you know, you don't need a man. You don't need to rely on a man. Like you're, you're you fine. Like you can do it all yourself. And then, um, it's funny. The manosphere will say that when a woman hits the wall, I think it's so funny. It's just when a woman becomes more mature than she is in her twenties, like we all do. When we go through a certain amount of growth and pain, we, we look up and go, Oh, we, we question the belief systems that we had as children, right? Or whether we were raised with oh. by our parents and wait, like, is this actually right? And has nothing to do with hitting a, a proverbial wall, but it's just about realizing that, wow, like maybe those views weren't correct. Like maybe it was that way for you because our mothers were still I mean, my mother didn't have her education. So when things did hit the fan, she did have to go get a job, you know, 525 an hour, busting her butt off. Like it was, it was survival at that point. So I can see how that translated into, I don't want my daughter to have to go through what I went through. But at the same time, that you grow up with that type of, you know, thought process or mentality in your schema and it becomes, Oh, okay. Well, if a man doesn't have anything to work for, if he if he doesn't feel the need that he has to support for a family or you talk to any man and he'll say the minute that I held that child in my arms, like there was a whole different feeling I had of of just having to support and provide and like it it made him some men it just makes them into like a superhero where they just they get energy from being that provider. Mm -hmm. And when you don't when you when you're always on guard and you're always waiting for the the shoe to drop sometimes it can really handicap your relationship as a woman and a man because you you can't necessarily there's two leaders right like you're competing for who's going to be the leader here and women are always kind of just they're just kind of waiting they're We're waiting for to the shoe to drop team, right yeah that's that's what you think um seem like that's the case in most cases though no and a lot of women think because whatever the reasoning is, um, the grass is greener or there's another option if they hit the, I'm out mm -hmm. of here, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a there's like a, a struggle. There's a lack of potential. Like you see all these TikToks or these Instagrams where they're like, don't ever invest in a man's potential um, because that, that means like you're gonna be his, you're like his pseudo wifey, like don't give wifey energy to a man that doesn't deserve it. And I'm like, well, then how, how do you like interview for a job? Like he's gonna, but the, the opposite and the reverse of that is if he's not giving you husband energy, then get rid of him. So there's, there's like, I did a series once on double standards of all these double standards that are out yeah. there with like men and women. And that was one of them. I'm like, wait a minute, you can't expect a man to want to wife you up if like you're not giving 
wifey energy and and <laughs> i said like make him a sandwich every once in a while like do the things that that he's going to want to invest in you but it, it's got to be mutual and i think that women are just they're just terrified they're just afraid because yeah. potentially um our mothers didn't necessarily do the best job at educating us on how to be wifey material because if you don't have to be you don't you can be fine with your job and making six figures like women are just fine they're they're men at this point um so if what's the point of us women having to learn about you when we don't necessarily really need you who raises our children though oh that's for sure yeah yeah we do because i'm not uh-huh if you're not uh-huh then who do we got mm -hmm. teachers who are they? Do we know? Nope. Well, have you experienced with women, you know, what, what are some of the things when you guys were dating or when you were single, what are some of the things that you would encounter with women just in general while you were dating? Fuck. <laughs> Expecting you to pay for everything, no matter what. Um, I like chivalry. I think that chivalry is a good thing. Yeah. I don't mind uh, taking on a role of like, um, of the natural expected order of things mm -hmm. yeah but some girls are like oh we got to go on a trip or we got to go to this certain restaurant like to I'm build to build and then have somebody be able to walk away at any point if you're the one building is like a tough scenario right because mm -hmm. as a man if you're responsible for building a, a a career and a lifestyle for a family and 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 going to work every day or doing what you have to do to to do that and know that at any point somebody can just decide to mm -hmm. to leave mm -hmm. and take it's kind of an interesting situation right it leaves a power vacuum of like well that was a waste of time right or a waste of energy emotionally and financially or physically and in all different ways well there's also a lack in of a really weird state of affairs right do you think that men are taught how to properly vet women how to probably no. okay yeah no. so what 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 would that what would that look like what does that mean to actually I and mean, i have some ideas but you know how do you know potentially not to like fall for someone toxic or some of the behaviors to look out for because i think that men are taught how to get laid right like the dating space a lot of it is like how to, what what to do to get her this or to get her that or there's like this pickup artistry stuff yeah um, that's the easy part yeah that that seems to be okay like but make outside of that what's next Right. But the, the Andrew Tates of the world are teaching a generation of men that all you need to do is become successful, is to have money, is to do these certain things and then get the most beautiful woman or the most high value woman. But they're not. Does he have kids? I think so. I think he's got one. He's kind of let out. There's been clips that have been I, let I, out I by him. Yeah, I don't know much about his personal life. And then Tristan doesn't, though. His no, Tristan does also have a kid. He does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But they they have they have this life that they don't let it out very much. Yeah. Um, but the thought process of I think that's it's twenty five percent of it, right? Yeah. As far as getting, you know, I'm not opposed to them helping young men believe in themselves again. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that's kind of like like faux pas at it's, this state. It's kind of lost right now. Just in general, is like. 
we're rewarded for like aggressiveness and like intense competition from a young age um, through sports and through anything else, right? Mm -hmm. um, men aren't loved unconditionally, you know? Mm -hmm. Women, children, animals loved unconditionally in any situation. Men, definitely, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No, men are loved as providers or as, exactly. as achievers or as, as right. separate things, right? So we're wired differently and taught from a, a young age to like kind of go get it, right? Yeah. And if we're not, if we're like just kind of around, then we're kind of like a crutch on society, right? So mm -hmm. now you have somebody that's taking and not giving and we're supposed to be givers. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's good for them to know that, you know, yes, achieving things and putting yourself first and, and wanting to be a man's man and to go out and get it and know that you have the confidence to achieve anything you want is definitely like a great base mm -hmm. operation, right? Right. And then yeah, and women can lead are... to like an over an over masculine drive to like end up in a bad place also, but there is a, a I think it is a space that's needed in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I mean, obviously coming from a man that has eight kids and is successful and can lead a family and have one woman speaking in the same way is a little bit different of a background because you can see that this is a real shepherd, right? That's you? I mean, I have kids and I take care of everybody around me. I guess I've been a shepherd my whole life regardless, but uh, yeah. in what regard, you know? But in general, not necessarily just me, but that is something that I would I would rather follow than like somebody that's telling you just to to mm -hmm. conquer, right? Mm -hmm. So, do you think that women know how to treat men in relationships? Absolutely not. No chance. Okay. Yeah. So, what does that look like for you guys, as far as how would a woman show up for you? Because I like this as an opportunity to teach as well. Like if there are women watching, because it, it's interesting because I, I did a post once that that asked women, you know, how do you show a man respect? And a lot of them will say, well, you know, I'm I'm not showing respect for the bare minimum or I'm not showing, you know, what does that even mean? Like respect should be earned. It's not given. And so the, the my response to that is, well, so so love should be earned as well because you want a man to to love you right unconditionally unconditionally so then you don't have to do anything to earn that love right and yes. and it it becomes crickets or it becomes very violent in the comment section well, or it gets it gets taken out of context seems but like women have been taught to just show up and that's enough right mm -hmm. or sometimes not even showing up but just yeah. being there yeah being there but not present because the prize to us we have been told that our you know, the ultimate prize is, is what's between our legs. So, and then why would we have to show up for you if that's the commodity, right? Like women are viewed as the thing to be caught. And that's where I think that men are waking up and saying, um, actually, wait a minute, you know, all these things that I worked 20 years for, 30 years for, you're going to take half of that. Like, what about what about my commodity as a as a man who has worked very hard? We have different commodities, but I think that's why men are walking away and women are going, oh, they're they're kind of finally taking a notice. I think there are some women that are saying, okay, we have to stop this. We have to teach. So the older woman, as myself and a lot of other women, are coming to the table and saying, okay, 
don't make the same mistakes, ladies, or, and there are some women that are listening and then there's some women who are not. But at this point, I feel it's really important to start educating. How do you show respect to a man? Like, how do you show up and show him that he is just as worthy of being in a relationship with you as you are to him? And that is literally just saying to a man, like, I respect you. Thank you so much for the hard work that you've put in. Yeah, and I think it's that simple. It's not an overcomplicated question. Mm -hmm. You know, it's we both provide and hey, just say thanks for whatever the hell it might be. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you work 80 hours a week. From her side, you're never home. From your side, you're like, do you have any idea what's going through my head? Like, Mm. I'm trying to provide a lifestyle. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. But it's not reciprocated of, hey, I understand what you're doing for us. Mm -hmm. It's, oh, you're just doing it because that's what you want to do. You don't want to be home. Yeah. So understanding the the reason, the reason behind the work ethic. If he stopped working, what do you think the outcome would be? Probably not good. Yeah. If you stop providing, what's the outcome? Probably not good. Grab my shit, right? Yeah. That's a situation that is like, imagine that being in the back of your head at all times. Yeah. There's a meme. It's really funny on social media that the woman is, you know, you're off busy working on the computer and, you know, just focused and on the text message on the phone, it comes through and it says, you know, do you love me? And he's, and in your response is like, uh, what do you think I'm doing here? You know, like, what do you think I'm doing here in the office? It's, it's all for you. Um, and I think that women. But that's a very valid statement that most women don't understand. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to live in a shoebox apartment and live off of government money and not go to an office, you could. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a completely different lifestyle. Yeah. It's, it's hard to find a balance between the ideal man is not attainable because attention and, 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 and lifestyle come from like two different things, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody that can afford the lifestyle that you want probably doesn't have the attention to give you. Mm-hmm. what you need, you know, mm-hmm. the majority of the time of the day. His hours are probably going to be a lot slimmer and his focus is going to be spread the, a lot more thin, right? Or they're substantially older. Or retired in a different state, but yeah. then there's all types of, you know, give and take from that situation. Exactly. Well. I think that we have like, uh, we've been, we've created a space that is like uh our reward systems are wrong and like coming from a very bad place. Mm. And what we value and what we see as value is now very skewed and not right. I mean, for me, I would see that women expect beauty as value or or something that is given, right? Because we trophy is kind of like the American way of like mm-hmm. what we're looking for in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And so beauty is like a depreciation asset Mm -hmm. 100% right we know that our our health and beauty comes and goes Mm -hmm. you know lifestyle and wealth and like actual you know uh you know actual abilities to create can be different right that doesn't come and go I mean people tend to get more successful over time if they have you know as they grow and learn and can continue to be a a better asset to the world and the people around them they Mm -hmm. usually that art goes the opposite direction right 
men age people together they get wealthier they learn more the longer they spend on earth and usually you know and so it's like a weird a weird thing because we're not we're not after the right things right mm -hmm. because we faced you know so much on this this uh physical attraction thing that now you have a bad situation because that that fades like anything does and now you're in a situation where maybe you weren't really sure who somebody was and you're in a relationship and it, it, it's it's a it's a very it's a slippery slope it's just a big bag of of uh of stuff you know for us all to get into well i mean if we need to get our defenses down for sure sorry i didn't want to, I mean to interrupt you but i know the perfect. dating apps for sure have also contributed that contributed to that yeah everything's very fast like 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 you know, next, next, next. When we had Stefano on, I said, quick to commit, quick to quit, right? Like mm -hmm. that's kind of the current climate. Like we're all like, oh, I love you. And then, oh, fuck. Okay, that didn't work and we're out and off to the next, right? So mm -hmm. there's not like a lot of a... Uh, Staying power. Yeah, you know, because the grass is always greener and there's always more options and everything's right in front of us, regardless of whether that's true or not. Mm -hmm. um, it's a it's a very delicate delicate subject well and a lot of the other stuff that i talk about too within my platform and is is understanding um so there's there's a lot of things that are happening in the background of our psyches of our how we attach to people and how we choose people to love us based on what we saw with our caregivers how they how they loved us so if love was intermittent if love was not to be expected or to be um, counted on you know we typically go for partners that mimic that type of a relationship and i don't think a lot of guys get into this <laughs> because it's no, it's, it's yes, pretty um makes a lot of sense yeah it's a little bit more of the feminine you know this guy's <laughs> he's like processing <laughs> <laughs> welcome to your first therapy session <laughs> coaching session um so yeah i mean i you know i try to to talk to guys and and women as well because there is I'll tell you personally, um, I was engaged to a, a decent gentleman and my relationships were okay. Um, nothing really crazy. Like I would just, they were just so, so, and this one was a little bit more intense than the others because it ended, uh, like a couple days before the wedding. Oh, okay. so it was it was a That's huge it was a very big event you know people were called guests were canceled flights were canceled flights the whole thing and um we had tried after that point to kind of repair the damage but there's really no you really can't come back from that like the trust that's a lot the respect <laughs> like, yeah it was that's a lot <laughs> trust the respect everything had just kind of you know, yeah, falling out the window. And um, it was at that point in my life where not not everybody, but for me, I reached that. That was like my dark night of the soul. That was like the, okay, this is really bad. 
um, how did I get like, how did I end up here? I was living with this person. My place was rented out. I then had to go sleep on the couch, you know, in a room renting from a friend making $400 because my tenants couldn't move out at the time. I mean, it was just, it was a disaster of, of a situation, but everything looked good on the outside everything nobody would have known right like i had this great job i had this great life i was you know just this this cheerleader my whole life was just kind of this mirage of sarah's this this great person and she's what's what's happened right like it was so it was devastating and it was humiliating from a personal level and i think the pain is very humbling like pain and heartache and getting your ass handed to you um is is a chance right or an opportunity two people two people can view it as a different way right they either kind of stay in that bitterness and they just become extremely angry and that's what happens with the red pill that's what happens with these manosphere spaces like that's what happens with these places on the internet where like you go through the stages of denial of grief and you just get stuck you just like you get stuck in anger and a lot of men aren't taught to process emotions um so you go to the women go to like the narcissism all men are narcissists they're assholes they they cheat they did da, 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 da. they kind of go to that side of the internet or the men will find themselves in these places that are like MGTOW or you know women suck we're done with women it's the places that where we transcend that and actually look in ourselves and say how did i contribute to this what did i do here because i my picker was off or something happened. I stayed too long or, you know, it didn't just happen in a vacuum. There was something that happened in that relationship that caused it to fall apart. And when people can look within themselves and say, okay, this is where, this is where the growth happens. That's where you transcend. Like that is where you understand how to stop the patterns from happening. So for me, because I didn't have a dad and because he was taken away, not of our, my volition, you know, he was, he passed away young. Um, I didn't understand what it was to really know, like how to rely on a man. So I would just pick these guys that were just super emotionally unavailable. They were the bad guys. They were the, the, the bad boys, right? Like you just, they're mysterious and kind of not there but you're I'm just attracted you. to them and you don't know why you're like oh i can like i can fix him or like i can prove <laughs> that it, like, i can prove <laughs> that, that like oh like i'm worthy enough of him choosing me and 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 you just kind of go down this this dark place as and so as a woman i had to just really peel back the layers of like okay i'm not I'm not attracted to that anymore. I shouldn't be attracted to a lack of somebody's emotional presence in a relationship. Like that's not attractive. That's not something that is going to turn into long-term. But but with men too, they get this shiny object syndrome and they see these women and they're like, oh, you know, she's perfect. She's beautiful. She's just trophy wife. She's like everything that I always wanted. But underneath there's like this, there's like this snake of a woman, right? There's this brewing underneath it all. And he doesn't know, you know, five, six, seven years from now that his life is going to be turned into a miserable hell because he did not necessarily pick well the the signs were all there in the beginning and men will fight fight me this to the death they'll say that women don't show who they are and i say no they actually always show people always show who they are but you're just not privy to 
the signs. Yeah. You, you don't know what to look for, mm -hmm. but there are certain things that are very, very, very clear in the beginning. But um, a lot of men will go after... Men are blinded by conquest. They're blinded by the conquest. And then once they get it, yeah, it's like she will take advantage of that bad behavior and she'll turn into the ruler. And you're wondering how did the, how did the tables flip? And, and then I start to talk to them about their mother, right? And I start to ask them questions about, well, you know, was your mother like this? Did your mother do certain things like this? And they're like, shit, I, I married my mother. I'm like, welcome, welcome to therapy. <laughs> <laughs>